0: Welcome to the Grow Better Together Podcast. If you're going to go through it, grow through it. My name is Rob and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Meredith. Hello. Hello. (laughs) And today's podcast we're going to talk about money. 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 So we want to come at this where not only are we talking about it as a couple, but we're Mm. also going to start actually talking about it as individuals. Right. So how would you as an individual prepare for a relationship Mm. financially? So we have a couple highlights, some things we're going to go through. But uh, the first thing we have was something that I thought of when I was an individual um, was creating a lifestyle financially that was supporting above my own needs. So as a, a male, mm-hmm. uh, there's the kind of societal pressure you're, you've been taught that you're supposed to kind of like take care of the family financially. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't uh, believe that I ever have kind of stereotypical male like. It's not like I have to. You don't
1: have a whole lot of stereotypical male bravado type.
0: So, my thing for it wasn't like I want to provide because the female can't or any kind of bull crap like that. It was just Mm. I wanted to do my part. You know, like I wanted to provide for my own cost of living and then also be able to contribute to the family's needs because I had the intent of having children and kind of developing a family above just myself and my significant other. Mm -hmm. So, that was something that was a, a big goal for me as an individual. Was to create a lifestyle in which I could financially support myself, Mm -hmm. but then also be able to make more money on top of that. Yeah. Did you have an idea of that, like, as a
1: female? It's so interesting to hear you say that, because I'm trying to think of, like, what either young girls are taught, and it's almost the opposite. You don't ever hear someone tell a young girl to, you know, you better get a good job so you can provide for your family, and I don't know why, because that's now interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. As a grown woman uh, in corporate America. So it's really interesting to think back. I re- I know a lot of people, like, conversationally talk about, you know, marrying a rich man or mm-hmm. marrying rich or letting, you know, I'll just, I just want to get married and be a wife and the husband will take care of everything. Like, I had students talk like that and I wanted, like, my yeah. skin crawled. But it was still so, it's so societal, like, the difference between the two are so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, growing up, it was, you're going to get married and have kids and stay at home with your kids.
0: Yeah. Your, your quote unquote job was to be a mom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I wanted to be a mom. I still want to be a mom, but I was never pushed into a career. We never did like a career counseling. Mm -hmm. Of course at the time I was like, I'm going to go to med school. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to do all this stuff. And. Um, got so far as to think about the student loans and like got
0: yeah. so
1: yeah. terrified. Mm-hmm. And then my anxiety kicked in. So I started worrying about malpractice insurance. And I was like, maybe yeah, that's not no, the way no, to. Yeah. <laughs> <No."> <laughs> right but that. I always also figured that I was like, well, if I don't, you know, marry wealthy, I'll probably make my own money. I don't know. And mm-hmm. there's a whole story like mm-hmm. pathway along that. But Long short to answer your question, uh, no, was not told to grow up and like be able to provide my, for my family. It was grow mm-hmm. up and have a family, and your husband is supposed to take care of you. Yeah, like, that Isn't was that it. Interesting. It was, they should be paying for your plane tickets, and they should be paying for this, and they should be paying for your dates, and they mm-hmm. should be. I was always raised that the man, <laughs> the man pays for everything. Yeah, and that like kind of screwed with me a little bit. Kind of got in my head when I was older. Um, but yeah, the majority was, you'll be taken care of, you'll be provided for.
0: And I think that's definitely something, Mm um, the, like I'm a personal trainer, if you don't already know. So I do work with a lot of people. And you end up, when you talk about physical health, you end up talking about financial health and Mm -hmm. other kind of life aspects Mm -hmm. fall into play. But a lot of times talking with males is your value as a male Mm-hmm. For a, a female in a potential relationship, mm-hmm. especially as you got older and you thought past sex, <laughs> like if you actually wanted the family, was, okay, I can only be a um, a good possible option for the female if I can financially support the entire family. Bless you. Yes. And I remember <laughs> thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, well, I have to pay for my own living. Yeah. I'm still paying off, like I had started yeah. the business. Yeah. So I was paying off business loan. I was trying to pay off student loans. And then I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I got to pay all that back. And then, then mm-hmm. hopefully as the business grows, it can cover my life. And then, okay, well, how much will another person cost? Probably my own cost doubled. Mm-hmm. And then you have room for children. I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I'm going to have to make, like, $500,000 to, <laughs> like, have any money. <laughs> so, Wait, was, is it probably you know, too far off from the truth? It just condition. seems so overwhelming yeah. to yeah. me yeah. that I know as my younger years, mm-hmm. uh, like I would say, like, mid to late 20s, when mm-hmm. I was starting to be mm-hmm. interested in a family, realizing that I tied my value into that. And I didn't think I was actually like I thought less of myself
1: because oh, you couldn't, Be- like, because
0: I knew I couldn't, financially I wasn't yeah. good at double my income, like my cost needs and stuff because yeah. I still had student loans and stuff mm-hmm. at the time, and I, that was a big hindrance for myself. And I know talking to other male clients that that was something that they worried with as well, yeah.
1: I yeah. can see that, I can see that very much. And, um, I, you know, to hear you say that, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready yet, but. Like when I graduated college and it was right at the age where you're like, okay, now it's like we're going to marry someone and they're going to take care of me now. And then we're going to start a family. And I was like, hold on a second. I was like, I am single. I now have to find a job. I now have to find a place to live. I don't know how to budget my money. I could never balance a checkbook to like save my life at the time because I didn't think no about it i didn't yeah. i wasn't you know it just wasn't it wasn't a thing so here i am graduating going oh my god and then <laughs> you're like okay oh, you accept my first job and great look at this look at all this money
0: mm. haha yes
1: then you're going to check where the hell is all my money going this isn't my salary why am i getting half of what i was told and i was like oh my yes. god and then similar for me is i have all these student loans and other loans and bills and Ah, then life happened, and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm so not prepared for this." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I never like tried to seek out people with money. You know, I feel like a, some people may feel like that's going to solve my problem. It's like yeah,
0: you know, married for lo- like for money, not married love. for my
1: yeah. not love, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was a very rude awakening where I was like, "Oh my God!" Now, hindsight, as you know, but not everyone listening would know, is that. When I was very young, probably like two years old, my dad became very successful. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't go to college, but was like brilliant entrepreneur, and had a building company, and you know did did everything, did everything in the company: the building, the blueprints, the acquisition, the hiring. I mean everything. And um, to I remember moving out of our little home into this big brick house on the lake, and then we had another. House that slept sixteen comfortably. That was mm. our vacation home on a lake.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. With
1: five boats, and we were going, you know, to Disney every year. We were going to you know, spending the winters in Florida, and we were doing this that, and the other thing. And here's your shopping money, and it was like thousands of dollars, and mm. it was like mind blowing. But the problem was, that was my normal.
0: Yes, that became that your definition of what yeah, life was. Yeah, we had a
1: TV VCR tv and vcr in the car before cars had anything cars didn't have (laughs) that and my dad had it installed so like we're getting a new car every year it was just such a weird concept that when we started getting older or we like i had siblings but when i started getting older and my parents were getting older and then they get a divorce and my dad lost the business and we had to move and it was like shell shock of Mm. oh my god what i was like you mean people don't like the income the average income isn't you know over a million dollars a year yeah like what do you mean like a salary is what like it was just this Mm -hmm. shock to your forced awareness of
0: money yeah rather than just and losing
1: losing all this before i was a teenager where like of course in my head i was like man if i was this would be amazing to be a teenager and have these Mm. homes and like be able to bring your friends here or like It was like, it was awful. And it was beautiful stuff. But luckily, thank God, my parents did not spoil me. Mm -hmm. I was never spoiled. You know, I never thought anything of it. You know, it was not showy, but... Probably because I'm so introverted. I was well, like, oh I my say, God, I don't get attention. To do with your personality. Yeah, so Maybe I just didn't have the personality to personality for it. Yeah. yeah. But then when you graduate college and you're trying to support yourself and you're like, how the F do people do this? Yes. This is my salary. These are my expenses.
0: You're making like 30 grand and wondering how the hell I'm supposed to do anything with it.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And so from that first year living in that condo with a roommate, you know, in Pennsylvania to. And then be, teaching, teaching. so there you go. I was teaching. You know you know, we were making money. <laughs> and then I moved to North Carolina to take a teaching job and made less money. Mm. I'm just going to put it out there that my salary my first year teaching in North Carolina was $19,500.
0: Which is What the hell is how that? How are you supposed to do anything with that, especially in Charlotte? What is that? Like in a major city. What oh, are you supposed God. to do with $19,000? So
1: I had a roommate. I think I had a second job. It was. Probably eating out of dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm gluten free.
0: Oh, no. By birth. Yeah, celiac. You have to get the hoity toity part of town. <laughs> I
1: had to go to the Whole Foods
0: dumpster. And... Yeah, Whole Foods dumpster. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, oh, my God. So that was like, but I also, as you know, and the listeners, I moved here for a boyfriend. You know, it was mm-hmm. my first love and met at 18 and so i'm like okay this is like it this is it and yeah and he even said was like well just move in for me you know with me and don't worry about a job yet just get down here and i was like hell no like i knew enough at this point i knew enough at this point to be like i am finding my own job i'm going to have my own house Mm -hmm. he didn't like that
0: no he wanted the i'll take care of you yeah
1: and i was and i had gotten to the point where I had had so much adversity, I was like, if that, like, I'll be damned if I'm going to be dependent on you. Yes, you didn't want to put yourself in a position
0: to be controlled. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, sure enough, total jerk. And I did. I broke up. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm in this house. I'm in a new state. Thank God. I loved my, I loved my job. It was not a good salary, but the Hmm. quality of life was amazing. I loved my job. I met some of my best friends to date there, Um, but it took a long time like I stayed a teacher for a very very long time and eventually like you were saying I was like you know what I'm having failed relationships I'm not you know and this isn't seem to be going very well like oh my god like this really like deep depression of like I'm not gonna have kids at 25 I'm not gonna have four kids like I wanted before I'm 30 you know Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be married and you know be able to be a stay-at-home mom it was this huge shock to the core yeah. And that hit me after my divorce. Yeah. So it was like, oh my God, I am probably, I might, I might be single and alone in this world.
0: Yeah. And that's like our childhood. Oh my God. Like the, we world both did that we not got want to. What yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. Got crushed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is, people lied. Like <laughs> this is, why did yeah. no one say this could happen? Yeah. And after that, I remember that's when I said, enough of this. Like I can't. I can't live paycheck to paycheck. When people are, when people would say, "Oh, you have summers off. You're a teacher. You have summers off."
0: F off! Like what?
1: <laughs> like I work three jobs, four jobs if it's in the summer. Like it's mm-hmm. just constantly working, and it felt like paycheck to paycheck. And like I, something in me was like, my mind should be doing other things. Yeah. Like I'm spending every single day telling people to put their phone away mm-hmm. and do your freaking homework. Like. I am meant for more than this, yeah. you know. And I had very, very good students, but I just said I was like, I need to do something different. Sure enough, when you're a teacher and you try to get into corporate America, everyone thinks you can't do anything.
0: Yeah, isn't so. So
1: it yeah. was awful, and I had to do sales for like a year and a half. Maybe it was two years. I don't even know. Before I finally got a crack at like a corporate, like real job, mm. and my whole thing was like, I'll be damned. If I have to rely on someone else, like that was my thing is like, I will not because I was brought up thinking that someone else was going to care for me Mm -hmm. and I don't really have to invest in it. I don't have to invest, really invest my money. You know, I'm going to be taken care of. And it's like, I wasn't really told otherwise, which blows my mind. Like our kids.
0: Well, that's part of it too, is like the newer generation. We're like, we're in our mid thirties. So our parents would have still been the generation Mm -hmm. that had that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think, you know, if somebody's listening to this now, Mm
1: -hmm. and they're,
0: like, say, late teens, early 20s, -hmm. maybe they've heard a little bit of a different dialogue, Mm -hmm. but I definitely know that our children, like the generation below us, is definitely going to hear a different dialogue. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think you're going to have more clarity of realness.
1: Right, for sure. Like, actual expectations. But you, like, your mom had a business, you know, she worked out of... You know, your home, mm-hmm. your dad worked, and my dad had a business, and my t- mom stayed home. Yeah. And then my parents divorced, and my mom was always home, and I was always there, and she never worked, and I was like, so is this what life is then? Yeah. Like, is this what I, is this the way it should be?
0: hmm
1: Like, she can, we can live in this house, and, you know, we can do the things that we do, and she doesn't have to work? Yeah, Like, how do I sign odd. up for that?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen, so... That was really hard, but, um, you know, tangential, that was, like, that's the backstory of yeah. how we're coming now. Like, we each have our own background and our beliefs on money, and inevitably, like, we came into our relationship together having a very, very similar mindset. Absolutely. And we, I went through a whole heck of a lot to get to where I am, yeah. um, and I think that's where we were, you know, I think, start to talk about, you know, okay, now that you're a couple, you're dating, you're a couple, you're engaged, you're a couple, now you're married, where it's, Mm -hmm. what did you do? Like we always say, know yourself first, look at yourself first, Absolutely. right? So are you prepared financially to be in a relationship? What are your expectations before Mm -hmm. you go into a relationship? And really getting a lot of those conversations out there early on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think like, while you're in the like mm-hmm. singles kind yeah. of situation is, is I like working towards paying off debts. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to help mm-hmm. work towards creating kind of the, the life that you want to be able to present to your future partner. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a big thing. So identifying like poor money habits, mm-hmm. if you can identify anything ahead of time, fix mm-hmm. it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So like the kind of comment we had, the summary we had for as an individual would be to start from the end. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you want to be? Start when you're with in a the end in mind. Yeah. Yes. And start working towards that now. Yeah. You, it won't magically happen once you find somebody. <laughs> you know, so they say, like, when you, like when you find mm-hmm. a partner, all of a sudden, like, you become a better person, like, all your bad habits go away. No, they don't. Not at all. Not in yeah. any way whatsoever. Yeah. You have to attack all that stuff ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So that includes financial habits. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then, as a couple, when you start coming together, it's just coming down to communication oh, yeah. and really starting yeah. to kind of mold two lives into Mm -hmm. one direction Mm -hmm. so that's going to be something that's difficult is sharing responsibility like i know like in dating like who pays for dates yeah i i definitely grew up with the mindset that a male pays for dates yeah and that was definitely an added struggle to when i was trying to create my own income above oh dear god your stories so then i was like (laughs) okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for the dates Plus pay off my debt. Plus pay off this. Plus pay off that. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so expensive like, to date. I don't <laughs> I make. I don't make enough money for this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then yeah. people would tell me like, oh, you can just, you know, share. Like, yeah. you know, say, hey, you'll pay for the first date, and the yeah. female can pay for the yeah. second. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not what I want. though. like, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't, I didn't yeah. feel comfortable with that. Yeah. But that is something that it needs to be communicated.
1: Yeah. And also with that too, it was like I remember, I used to think of okay, splitting. In certain circumstances. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone's making four times as much as me or five times as much as me, why are we splitting everything? Yes. That was my mindset. And their mindset was, well, it's fair. We're partners. (laughs) 50-50. Right. Yeah. And I was like, but wait. uh, Mathematically. So, we're going to go out to dinner. I'm going to get a side salad. You can buy. I will buy my food. You buy your food. Because, like, I'm like, all of a sudden, if we're splitting this, I'm paying more than I'm even eating. Mm -hmm. Like, it just. Wait a second.
0: And that's, I think, that's a big thing.
1: talking about the income, talking about getting it all out there when you're dating. Like, please, if you've never talked about finances with your partner, try it. Like, do it. Because, God forbid, you get married and you're... Line of thought is so off from one another Mm -hmm. that can be very hard to get someone else on the same page or get someone to stop spending or get someone to start spending. You know, sometimes saving all your money and never doing anything fun with it is just as damaging to a relationship as spending all your money and then you can't like pay your bills. So, um, maybe one is better than the other, but like, (laughs) but but it's quality of life and belief system and. You know, yeah. do you think the same way?
0: Get all that out in the open when you're dating. Like, get it mm-hmm. as messy as you can before you get married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, uncover everything. Yeah. And I was yes. always,
1: I always, you know, as a, I don't know what, it, probably just being a teacher. Like, I always made less than my partners. Or, mm-hmm. you know, close to it. But I always, I usually made less. Um, and that was always, like, that put my mindset of, well, they're going to pay for more of it. Or I would say, I can't, we can't really go to the concert. I can't afford the concert tickets yeah. or it's, well, then I'll buy them. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable with that. And so then it did like, it felt like either, either way you sliced it, you know, 16 different ways. There was always some kind of issue mm-hmm. with money somehow. And
0: um, yeah. how did you and I avoid it? It never, I don't feel like it ever really came up between you and I. Um.
1: I don't know. That's interesting. Well. I think number one, we both aren't spenders. Mm-hmm. So I knew you weren't a spender. You didn't seem to be a spender. You had a business. You the business was like seemed pretty solid. So it felt like you knew what you were doing, yeah. right? So I'm like, okay, well, you know that seems to be on a good path, and he must know a little bit about money if he can keep it going. And then um, I personally was like, I have been to where I could not pay my bills. I was getting late fees all the time. I was getting overdraft fees. Like I lived in that world where it was so painful mm-hmm. that, and it took me a couple of years of literally living in an Excel budget and like tracking everything for two years to where now I know exactly what day, how much is going. I know how exactly how much I have at any given day, any given mm-hmm. time, any given month. Um, and so I worked really, really hard to craft this and personally, I was doing the debt snowball, and I think you probably knew I was trying to do the debt snowball. Yes,
0: and that was actually so, like, from my perspective. I saw how yeah. good you were with money.
1: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that took a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was probably not equipped to be going into, like, a super serious relationship without having all of my ducks in a row. So I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I did. Um, but I think that because you saw how I, would like, budgeted everything mm-hmm. um, and how I wasn't really spending and what my goals were my goals were get the hell out of debt Mm -hmm. like I just wanted all my school loans gone everything gone you know I had a lot of debt through going through really hard times in my life I wanted that gone um and so you knew that was my goal and I knew you weren't you did not you do not care about materialistic things Mm -hmm. whatsoever and I was like Raise Jesus. <laughs> like It was so yeah. nice. Yeah. So I think it we just knew how the other one was and I knew you was a person. Yeah. I was like, unless you have some really dark skeletons in your closet. <laughs> and then yes. it was around the time probably when we were planning our wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, How much debt do you have? And how much debt do you have?
0: Yeah. And we had to start to be open about yeah. that. Yeah, and I was like, And it wasn't okay. that we purposely held back, but I don't think you're it was volunteer no point. like yeah. hey, here's something next It was twenty twenty, we'll just you know? say that. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like twenty twenty exposed everything for everybody. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I lost my job in twenty twenty, and I was like, "Well, there goes you know, yeah. there goes the debt snowball. There goes like, oh my god, there goes everything. Yeah. A year to the day.
0: Is yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. A, yeah. One mm-hmm. year
1: ago, lost a job, and yeah. oh my god.
0: So I think for so, us it came, it worked out because we had done so much individually. Yeah. And then yeah. when we came together, we both mm. had the mindset of saving and spe- like sh- saving mm. money. You mm-hmm. were saving towards debt. I was saving towards business. Yeah. So I didn't present you with a date idea that involved yeah. flying across the country, and neither did you. So we were both yeah. coming at it in similar mm-hmm. places, mm-hmm. which helped us a
1: lot. Yeah. And then, and then like, what do you want well, for gifts or birthday or Christmas? yeah, we and like, very yeah well. nothing. Don't buy me anything. Yeah, don't buy me anything. Okay, well then, that works. You know, yeah. that, that at least the mindset we didn't yeah. get well, each other. At least nothing. have a
0: financial amount, like, right. You know, hey, I'm thinking about Budget. spending, you know, two hundred. Are you okay with that? And, you're, yeah. and you know, and yeah. the other person might say, Well, I don't have 200. Like, what about 100 or 50? Yeah. And then it's just communication. Yeah. We're going to beat a dead horse when it comes mm-hmm. to the idea of communication, but yeah. that is overwhelmingly what most yeah. people need to do in their relationships, yeah. is, and even by yourself, openly communicate yeah. with yourself.
1: Yeah. And so. I always laugh because our mindset is so unique. Like, I do view that the money we collectively make is our money. Like, my money is yeah. your money.
0: And Rob does not. No. No, no. I tell her all the time, I said, my money is your money and your money is your money. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, whatever uh, I make, yeah. we will spend. Yeah. But whatever you make, you spend. I don't want your money. Ladies, so, yes. don't,
1: come, don't come for me. Like, don't yeah. come for me. But, but it's great because I would never take advantage of that. Because I'm no, like, are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. I, our, my money is our money. And I'm like, nope, no. No. Yes. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. No. He'll never let me buy him things.
0: Which no. Because so, no. it's um, part of it. I'm not exactly sure because a lot of it would be like something that's born within me. Mm. But if, if you work hard for your money, I want you to have it, enjoy yeah. it, like do what yeah. you want to do. You work mm. so hard. Yeah. And then the point of me being motivated to make money mm. is to take care of us. Mm-hmm. So that's why my money is our money because yeah. that's what I'm working for. What in the hell am I working so hard for? Is <laughs> to like, help support us. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: And um, so what we did when we got married, um, it was... Was it January 1st or 2nd? It was the 2nd. I
0: think it was when as soon as we got back It home. was the day we got home. Yeah.
1: Okay, so maybe it was the 1st. I don't
0: know. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah, way, so first we got
1: back from the home where we got married and we got home and it was like, all right, literally <laughs> busted out the Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. the day we got home from our wedding. No honeymoon. And mm-hmm. no, it was, yeah. what are your debts? Put them in Excel sheet. What are my debts? Put them in Excel sheet spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, set up a bunch of filters, and every month we pay it off. We see, like, the chunk come off of it, yeah, which is very motivating. And then on the second sheet, it's like, let's calculate our groceries, because the way we do it, a lot of the way, similar uh, ways we do things, we're trying to work towards a common goal of either we live off Rob Rob's income and we save mine. Mm-hmm. So yes. we're trying
0: to, because
1: I make pretty good money. Thank mm-hmm. God, yes. knock yes. on wood.
0: Yeah, we we both, both uh, gross- Significant amount. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but then the nets are a little bit different. Yeah. Yes, but um, but yeah, we make mm-hmm. we make good money, mm-hmm. so to be able to take your entire salary and mm-hmm. use it as Saving. savings, savings mm-hmm. would is an awesome place to be. Right. Yes.
1: And I am used to living. I know what living
0: on. You know what living the like 20 grand is. I <laughs> yeah. well, like so after
1: taxes, after yeah, taxes come true. out of nineteen thousand five hundred. I know what it's like to get twelve hundred dollars a month and live on that.
0: What? Yeah, living so, in a corporate box, basically. Yeah, so,
1: um, not to t- Dave Ramsey's horn too much, but he really helped with the de- that snowball. Oh, absolutely. And now, always, like my dad taught me, my dad always taught me, like, live on less than you make. Well, the problem was, I could you not physically live, live less on less than <laughs> I, how yes. do you live on $800 a month? Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> I consistently live like I'm on a teacher's salary. Mm-hmm. And so that significantly helps so much. So it's, okay, I'm used to living on that salary. You can be used to living on the salary. Let's yeah. see, let's combine our bills and see what we can get away with. Let's try and live off your income and bank mine. Yeah. So like he'll, he buys all the groceries, but he all, also knowing that I'm taking money and throwing it into our house fund every single week. Yeah. So it, we didn't like go create get a checking account together yet, also, pandemic and like you name it. We have a house. Oh, yeah, we have a joint uh, house. But one.
0: we don't actively use it to pay bills or anything. No. Just to kind of throw money we have in. Yeah. Know, yeah.
1: So the way it is, I was like, it doesn't really make sense to have a joint checking if I'm like, I'm taking my money and putting it in here and it's just going to come right back out and pay my bills. Yeah, we're going
0: to have to reconvert it anyway. Like,
1: we I know he has access to my entire, like, Excel workbook that shows every single thing I spent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I log everything. It's like a checkbook. Two ninety. Yeah. I spent two dollars ninety cents today. I'm gonna write we it down. It. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So <clears throat> we um, have access to that. Don't hide anything. I am terrified of carrying a balance on a credit card. Mm. You know, so it's like really, really, really good habits. That thank God it took a lot of years to build. Mm-hmm. But um, we do things jointly, but with separate accounts. I don't know if that's I don't know how common that is. I know a lot of people have a joint account, uh, I don't but I'm think like it's very common, until we're actually. you don't think so?
0: Uh, it's kind of blended, like with clients yeah. and stuff that I've talked to in the past. Is yeah. some people will say this is my money, this is your money. I'll pay these bills, you pay those bills. Oh yeah, and that's that's as mixed as they get. Mm. And then I there can see that. are some people where if the uh, unfortunately it does fit more stereotypical, but if a guy makes enough money, his account's open everything is auto drafted out of his account mm-hmm. the wife takes what she needs to go do things mm-hmm. she takes the card mm-hmm. so you'll have like a little bit of both kind mm-hmm. of situations mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah and i just i mean i know friends that are getting you know going through a divorce after how many kids and like never really manage the money and it's yeah, like it's i don't know what to do i don't even know what to do i don't know how to balance a checkbook i don't fix anything and i was like mm. Good. yeah i was like you can learn yes don't and then they were like i can't get a divorce because i won't know how to live i'm like come on. Yeah, that's I a horrible it. reason
0: to yeah if you've if you have no other reason to stay together that's a horrible one to have exactly one. Yes. yeah
1: so yeah. so that's how we're planning on doing and like i don't feel like a joint checking and this was just because it was our decision and our discussion that it was like until we're out of debt mm-hmm. why
0: yeah and it's all auto-drafted anyhow so you have yeah. to undo all that yeah and but I think with like us, and like what you, would don't, be the you don't you don't have
1: crap showing up every day or like showing, ho- oh, yeah. showing so no, up, showing apples on boxes of being there's, surprised. Yeah. So some. we're we yeah. both are very open.
0: I think the yeah. point of what they would if somebody were to recommend a joint account, mm-hmm. the point is clarity and openness. Right. So we yeah. have that with yeah. our individual accounts.
1: Yep. As long as you're communicating yeah. and you're open. I know a lot of people that hide their purchases and hide yeah. their money. And that's take money. It's idea. just like, <laughs> first of all, and like you know, if if that kind of shady stuff is happening with money, mm-hmm. like that's not the only problem. True. Like you may think that's the only problem in your marriage or relationship or whatever it is, but no. it's like that's not. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. No, and it mm-hmm.
0: would be also a balance of individual needs. Yeah. If somebody feels like they have to hide money, is that because? out of your joint money that person doesn't get any for themselves <laughs> there, there has to be an allowance yeah. for individual interests
1: yeah and we did talk about that we even yeah. said we're like well maybe we can do like a percentage of incomes, mm-hmm. like as free money or you know we say we'll put do a um a sinking fund or mm. like we'll do a sinking fund for you know ourselves and then over the course of the year we can take money out of that and yeah. if it's a big purchase then it's no big deal
0: so and you and i communicate each purchase like if yeah. i'm going to buy something that i yeah. want i'll tell you yeah and the reasons why i want it and yeah. we we do and you do the same for me mm-hmm. you'll tell me and then we both do so well individually with money that neither say, one of us ever veto the other purchase
1: we've always been supportive yeah always yeah if i don't sometimes i don't want to spend my own money on something and you have to talk me
0: into it so that's like, true i have to like <laughs> rationalize it for you so you can spend the money because i'm like oh for the love of god it's gonna be awesome you're gonna love it it's gonna be good for you just buy it yeah yeah
1: and then so that actually did just happen the other yeah. weekend And <laughs> uh, yeah. no at nordstrom i'll just see the store yeah. this woman she's literally behind the counter going oh my god mm. like like the men don't do this like yeah
0: and I'm like, so just funny. spend the money.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't really spend money on myself that often.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't know. I just love you and I know that if it's yeah. gonna make you happy, why in the world I'm like, yeah, I love I'll you buy very much for you if it makes you happy? Yeah. You're yeah. not yeah. allowed to buy me things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. But um I think that's something where if yeah. you're coming together as a dating couple mm-hmm. Is be open to communication to plan towards a, like, create the future mm. that you both want. Yeah. And then start talk. working towards that.
1: Talk about what your yes. end goal is. Talk about what your expectations are. Talk yeah. about expectations. We talked yes. about expectations oh. last podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know? How many yeah. fights happen because you don't talk about expectations? And I
0: think too often people think that dating has to be, like, oh, it's almost like people want dating to be pretty and perfect. Oh, I That's know. the moment. That's yeah. when you get mm-hmm. your messes out. Like, dating is supposed to be when you get that stuff Mm -hmm. communicated. Mm -hmm. Not that you hide it all until you get married, and Mm -hmm. then it blows up in your face. Yeah. Like, make it as messy as possible before you get married. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a a huge flip of what most people would do. Yeah. But definitely a a flip that would be beneficial. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. And then as a married couple, just be in communication. Like, Mm you're teammates. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're working together Mm -hmm. as, like, you know, one unit together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a the biggest yeah. benefit is just yeah. that communication aspect for sure
1: i agree yeah so i hope i hope that was all helpful i hope something I resonated so. yeah with you yeah
0: yeah so we were saying like basically as an individual like start from the end so where would you like to be like whenever you come mm-hmm. into a relationship start mm-hmm. working towards that now mm-hmm. as dating couples like we just said make it messy get everything out right now get create the out. mindset a mutual mm-hmm. mindset in the dating phase right and then as you're married Work together. You you work together towards that mindset. And if one person starts to shift, you're openly communicating about Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and you try to shift together. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the pathway to go.
1: Yeah. Always seek first to understand, right? That's always my thing. You know, if they're spending excessively, you got to really figure it out before you start yelling at them. Really yeah. figured out. I would yeah. say like,
0: hey, I noticed this as a behavior yeah. and I don't feel like it's healthy. Yeah. Can we, were you, would you be open to talk about this? Yeah. And the person might flip out at first, yeah. but if you want to stay together, you've yeah. got to sometimes mm-hmm. be willing to, mm-hmm. uh, not ruffle feathers, but we'd be willing to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm to where if you bring up something that might be a sore subject recognize that that person's probably gonna have a transition period where maybe they don't like it being brought up yeah and um have some thick skin towards that transition for them yeah so i think that's uh it's definitely hard to bring up things that you think might cause fights (laughs) but it's it's better to have the fight now than the result later
1: i agree with you yeah very well said well thank you (laughs) yes but uh
0: but yeah i think that's it all comes down to that just communicating Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Yeah, they're going to get sick of us hearing how much you have to communicate.
0: Hopefully they get so sick of us that they just do it. (laughs) It's like a (laughs) nagging parent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what we want to be.
0: Yes. (laughs) That'll be a fun one to end on. Okay, so next week we'll talk about family uh, (laughs) therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But, um, okay, so hopefully that was all helpful. Well, thanks for for listening. listening. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you like the podcast, please actually click like on the podcast platform you're Mm -hmm. on. It helps the podcast be found better in searches. And then actually consider sharing the podcast. The more you can share this, the more people we can help. That's the true mission of the podcast. That's what
1: we want. Yes. If you feel like it helped you, please share it with someone else. Yes, please, so please. It may help them as well.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and you can find us on Instagram under Grow Through Blog, mm-hmm. and we do have our email, which is the Grow Better Together Podcast at gmail.com. Nice and short. Yes. <laughs> very very descriptive. <laughs> so yes. So, again, the email is growbettertogetherpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have any feedback, any questions, anything you want to let us know about, we're always here and happy to help. Yep. Cool. Well, remember, if you're going to go through it, grow through it. Turn your struggles into strength. Thank you for listening. Yes.
1: And thank you for watching. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>